We are subjective beings looking for love, beauty, and happiness, despite of our different nationality, culture, and background things.、Mm-hmm. And at the same time, we are all unique and different. So, in which way we are all different, and how does this individu- individuality come into existence? Where is it from originally? From Krishna. Was it Mama Eva Angsa? Mama Angsa Jiva Loke Jiva Bhuta Sanatana. That we're the Angsas of Krishna. His parts, sometimes described as the.、Uh, Infinitesimal complementary aspects of the infinite. So whatever his nature is, we partake of that to a certain degree. So as Krishna is、uh, unique and an individual, individual、uh, qualities, characteristics, personality. Even when he expands himself. He can expand himself into unique、uh, forms. So, as part and parcel of Krishna, we're similar. We're told like sun and the sun rays. The sun ray has similar qualities to the sun, but the difference is in magnitude. Infinite magnitude and finite magnitude. Sometimes Sri Lagrumar says Jiva is almost a imaginary,、uh, the tatasta, an imaginary、um, uh, quantity, practically very small. Keshagrishatabhagasha shatamsha sabdashatmaka. Bago jiva sabigayam satchanantaya kopate. Swati. Minuteness of position, but the beauty is in individuality. Just like this question says from China, from the Alabadi. So people in the West, they thought all Chinese people are the same. <laughs> right, or that they look the same or similar. But I can tell you, if you spend one day in China, you will realize that's not true. And Jamuna, and your hometown, how many groups are there? Yes, sixty-six. Fifty-six. Fifty-six in her town <laughs> means like people who look a little differently, right? I mean, not to reduce it to that, but so Gurumars will go so far as to say no two atoms are identical. He takes it to an extreme degree, and so this is good news for us too. I mean, we're not. Satisfied with how we are at present, but it's reassuring to know that we're individuals. I don't find any solace、uh, or any prospect in the idea that we're all going to merge into something and become identical. As I mentioned previously about A. L. Basham, this world so-called leading、uh, authority on Hinduism. 
on the prospect of um, merging and uh, oneness. And he said, I don't know if I want to be you. Right? Simple thing, but true. So as imperfect as we might be, unqualified in different ways, still we like to retain our individuality. When Krishna says, Bishate Tadanantaram, in the liberated position, they merge into me, is how the um, Mayavadins like to translate that. But Guru said, what is Krishna we need to understand first? So, as we hear in the example, king means queen, kingdom, prince, princesses, subjects. So, Krishna, um, to merge into that, to enter into um, his group, is more to the point. The Bhagavatam announces that liberation proper means the discovering or uncovering of one's unique individual identity. But we might say that people in the modern world will say, oh yeah, I'm, I favor this, you know, uh, what do you call it? Um, individual expression and uh, being myself, self-expression through social networking and other medium. But Guru Mars will remind us that at present, in the words of Manu, tamasa bahurupena bestita karmahetuna, we're dressed in our karma that identity that we so cherish, that unique self, is buried under layers of ego, intellect, mind, acquired prejudice, acquired tendency. Prabhupada would point out very simple things like national identity, nationality, gender. So, when it comes to self-expression, which self are we expressing? Um, Sanskrit, we have the word sanskar, means mental impressions, lifetime after lifetime, impressions upon the mind to reach our present position. So this self that we hold so near and dear and, and, and one to express, is it really that innate self, the swarup, our finer aspect? Uh, it was, Guru Maharaj uses this expression that comes from Alexander Pope, famous um, English poet, to err is human, the second half of that can also be discovered. To forgive is divine. <laughs> I said, but to err is human. Right? So, and all of its implications, to err in conceiving who we are, 
our actual identity, our potential. So Srila Guru Maharaj used that to, as an introduction to his essay called Sri Guru and His Grace. He says, to err is human, but there is an element within us that seeks perfection. That's that unique self, right? That has a unique relationship with Krishna. Even as devotees, we will say there's, you know, Shanta rasa, Dasya rasa, Sakya, Vatsalya, Madhura, and subdivided. And we will say there are Asraya Vigrahas for each one of these rasas, like um, archetypes of them. But still, and, and add to that, in the pastimes of Krishna, sometimes there are descriptions of other devotees uh, merging with Yashoda, Nanda Yashoda, Drona Dara, things like this. Guru Maharaj will say, not merging in the sense of losing their identity or that they're identical with that person, but they're participating in that identity and that sort of expression. It's Mary Krishna. It's somewhat inconceivable, but very beautiful. So they can um, And you say, um, participate in that identity without merging and losing their own u- unique position. And again, in the Das Mool of Bhaktivinoda Thakur, mentioning the jivas and Binangshang, Bedabe, that they're similar to Krishna and different. Like they say here, same, same but different. So, uh, as Krishna, so his offspring. Um, when Guru Maharaj was pressed about the freedom of jiva souls in relation to the omniscience of Krishna, if he knows everything, then he must know what you're going to do. How can you then possess free will? And Guru Maharaj's response is, if he knows everything, then does he have free will? Right? Then he should know what he's going to do also. <laughs> so, thank the Lord for Yoga Maya, which allows for all sorts of you know, marvelous pastimes for the Lord to uh, express his Aprakrita Leela, human-like pastimes with apparent limitations. <clears throat> so our experience also uh, underscores the concept of individuality. We see everyone here assembled is unique. People in the same family, uh, a family of five or 15 different people, but uh, identical twins, 
I was on a flight once and the lady sitting next to me had two daughters. They're like four-year-old girls, identical twins, and dressed identically, right? But then the mother's telling me, this one is like a total, you know, girly girl. This one is completely different than that. But they look identical. They have the same uh, genetic makeup, but they're unique. If we sometimes wonder, there are so many different Vishnu forms. They look so similar. How are they unique? What's the difference between Vaman, Rishikesh, Padmanabha, Govinda, Trivikram? There's a difference. Well, we can have all this difference here, but it can't be there. We can't imagine that, that there could be some variety in the original, in the spiritual world. <clears throat> but Krishna, um, Achintya Shakti, so Narada was astonished to observe his pastimes in Dwaraka. He has 16,108 queens. He said, but there's one Krishna... But it's the same Krishna, or same, but different. He has expanded 16,108 times, acting differently with all the queens and their children. So it demonstrates the ability to expand uh, and <coughs> retain and extend individuality. <coughs> Another question? Another question is about going... Oh, just one other thing to add is that America, they're very proud of the founding principle of, of this expression. All men are created equal. Right? But then someone can point out, and women, later they go, oh, all right, women, they've got equality in the 1970s. That wasn't so long ago. And then, and uh, people of color, and and so I like to rephrase this idea because I think it was a little bit um, not 19th century, 18th, 17th, something. <laughs> 18th century, right? 1700s is 18th century, something like that. All beings are eternally unique. That includes men, women, and not only the human section, animal section and others. All beings are eternally unique. That is a more uh, comprehensive and profound notion. Yes. Goranga Mahaprabhu did not engage in Mathura Rasa with anyone during his Gauralila on this earth. but During his what? Gauralila. Oh, he did not engage in material life. Oh, yes, right. Okay, okay. And, yeah. But 
does it exist in the transcendental world of Goloka Navadvip? And how so? Not in Gaur Lila. That is to misunderstand uh, Gauranga Mahaprabhu. Right? So he, Krishna, as Brahma Sangita, Govinda Mari Purusham Tambahamajami. His Purush not only means male, but uh, enjoyer in this case. So Krishna is uh, the epitome of Madhura Rasa pastimes, supreme enjoyer. Gurudev gave an, a simple example once to understand the difference between Krishna and Vishnu. He said, uh, you know, in Vaikuntha, one Lakshmi, one Vishnu. And that's a beautiful thing. And Goloka, Lakshmi Sahasrashatasham Brahmasevyamanam. Hundreds, thousands, millions, even billions of gopis, one Krishna. That's supreme enjoyer. So the Mahaprabhu, his Leela is to experience Bhaktabhav. As Rupa Goswami has written in Chaitanyastakam, Aparam Kasyapi, Pranayi, Janabrindashukutuki, Rasodstamam, Ritva, Maduram, Upabhoktam Kamapiya, Rucham Swam, Avavre, Dutim, Saiha, Tariyam, Prakatayan, Sat Chaitanya, Devaskritir, Atitaram, Nakripayatu. St. Krishna, that Goloka Krishna, the supreme enjoyer who knows everything about uh, union, the pastimes of union, surveying the multitude of gopis. He saw that one is not only more qualified than the others, or most qualified, but to the degree that she cancels all the others. Radha Madaya Hridaya Tatyajabraja Sundari. It's consistent. This presentation and this uh, observation and way of seeing is consistent throughout the writings of the Goswamis and including Jayadev. Is Gita Govinda. It's quoted by Ramananda, Bishaka, Saki, and the Ramananda Sambad, Ramananda speaking uh, to Mahaprabhu. And what does Ramananda say? Actually, I'm like a musical instrument. As you play me, that's the music that comes out. Because Mahaprabhu is giving so much praise for the beauty of sound and conception that's coming in Ramananda said, no, but you're playing me like, and making all of this. It's like the, the musician praising the instrument, the instrument praising the musician. Well, that's good, right? So, and what, Bhakta Meghe, Chayamritani, like a cloud, that's, it's raining on the ocean. Here is one. The, bhakti, the devotee Ramananda here is like a cloud, but produced from 
the ocean of ecstatic emotions of Mahaprabhu, and then raining again that nectarine substance on the ocean. So, in that Ramananda Sambad quoting Jayadev Gita Govinda saying, in the midst of the full-blown Rasalila, which we can say is billions of gopis, uh, <coughs> the ultimate ecstatic dance right, that uh, they're showing superior qualities of singing and dancing. Vishaka sings and dances, and everyone is astonished to see that. Then Lalita is singing and dancing, and Radharani is watching all of this, and everyone is filled with enjoyment and happiness. But then she's thinking, am I just part of the group? So we're told, like Gurumar's deity is Gandharva, Means Radharani, she's singing and dancing to capture Krishna. So Srimati Radharani, she's singing and dancing. That's inconceivable to us. But she's singing and dancing. And that surpasses the singing and dancing of all others and has completely captured Krishna. But she's singing. So I'm, but you think I'm one of the group. Right, there's a billion here. I'm one of them. So she leaves in a huff. And Krishna is still moved by all the enjoyment. Suddenly he's feeling, what happened? The, the happiness, the pleasure's gone down. It's starting to decrease. See, there's a billion. How do you see the absence of one and the presence of a billion? Krishna thing. it's there's not as much happiness as there. What happened? And he sees Radharani has left. One has left, and the whole experience has gone down. So Jayadev Goswami writes, Radhamadaya Hridaya Sundari. Searching for Srimati Radharani. Krishna rejected all the others. Just that line Ramananda is giving, that's enough to demonstrate her qualities, uh, her super qualifications that exceed all others. So in this sloka, who better than Rupa Goswami to say that observing her this awakened, aroused the curiosity within Krishna to wonder what it is like to be her, seeing him. This he can only understand theoretically because Krishna is in the position of an enjoyer. So he cannot understand her position by retaining the mood of enjoyment, right? So when he descends as Goranga Mahaprabhu, he's, he's not showing any pastimes of uh, male-female enjoyment. 
not even joking. Once Prabhupada said, he said, uh, he only once made a joke in his family life that Sachi Mata was looking for something and she said, where is that? And he said, maybe Vishnu Priya took it. That was the joke. (laughs) 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 So it's to uh, preserve that uh, first wife Lakshmi Priya Vishnu Priya was only 14 or so when they married, and then he, when he took sannyas. So uh, there is a, one of the Sahajya groups identified by uh, Totaram Das Babaji and accepted analysis. Bhaktivinoda Thakur, the Goranga Nagarivad, they try to impose the position of an enjoyer upon Nimai Pandit by taking some random statements from Chaitanya Mangal, other places, Gormar said, and misleading people. In other words, there may be somewhere where it's saying that the ladies of Navadvip express some amorous sentiments toward Nimai Pandit. Then Gurumars will say the line of Saraswati Thakur, but he didn't reciprocate them. So it's misleading. You say, oh, here it says that ladies express this type of sentiment toward him. But nowhere is it found in any authentic literature of him reciprocating that. And it's consistent with what is being presented by Srup Damodar, Rupa Goswami, Mahaprabhu Dutiya Kalevar. Srup Damodar is Mahaprabhu the second. This is the most critical point to understand, to have a proper conception of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Kaviraj Goswami is telling us, it, if you have any real understanding of who he is and the internal cause for his descent, then you must have heard this from Srup Damodar. It's another way of saying that what's given by Srup Damodar, that's the authentic, substantial representation of who is Mahaprabhu, what are his pastimes, why did Krishna descend as Mahaprabhu. If, if whatever's being presented is not in line with Srup Damodar, well, dismiss that as opposedantic nonsense. Who is Srup Damodar? Lalita Saki, who is Ramananda, Bishaka. What, what greater authorities can you have? You say, well, what about Gadadhar Pandit? Yes, right? Gadadhar Pandit as well. In Gore Gadadhar, there is uh, uh, sometimes we can think of it like a double dose of Madhura Rasa. But there is not this relationship between them. They're both in this position. Srila Guru Maharaj explained in his uh, Gadadhar Pranam, Nilam Bodhi Tade Sadasva Viraha Kepan Bandavam. 
on the shore of the broad blue ocean in Puri. Krishna, now Radha Baba, Duti Subalita, enveloped in the heart and halo of Radharani, not in the position of an enjoyer. It's essential that that not be there. So now heart of Radharani, Radha Bhav, means her heart. Now it's, there's a role reversal. Now Krishna can see what she actually feels for him. He can feel that. In the mood of an enjoyer, he cannot. Svaviraha kepan bitam bandhavam. Svaviraha. Saying, what is he, his position? Experiencing separation from himself. That's inconceivable. So sometimes Guru Maharaj says it this way. It can also help us understand. Supreme, take it Krishna supreme positive, Radharani supreme negative. The supreme positive wants to understand what it's like to be the negative. Means cannot retain positive characteristics. So the supreme positive in the mood of the supreme negative. Right? This is a, 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 a unique perspective. Terra incognita, a land, a world previously unknown to Krishna. All these statements have to be meaningful. If Radharani is thinking that Krishna won't be able to uh, withstand the experience, she's worried. How amazing is that? See things, the supreme, absolute personality of Godhead, he won't be able to handle it. Separation, the separation she feels from Krishna, you won't be able to uh, withstand that. And I won't be able to tolerate what might happen to you. This is their uh, dialogue. So when um, Raghunath Das Goswami after, you know, who was from the richest family in Bengal at the time, their only son, Sri Apsarasama Indra Aishwarja, has a wife like an Apsara, and uh, the wealth on parallel uh, with Indra, breaks the chains of mundane affection and like a madman runs from Nabadweep to Jagannath Puri to the lotus feet of Mahaprabhu. Jai Srila Bhakti Bhimalavadut Maharaj Ki Jai. There's Garland. We'll do it to make Gurudev and Guru Maharaj happy. <laughs> <laughs> if we can make them happy by doing that, then that's a good thing. I mean, Raghunath Das Goswami, when the mother, told, they were, um, she suggested uh, chaining him to a pillar, like a long chain, you know, so he could go around and do things, but then he'd be shackled. She, 
thinking like, this is a Bengali ma. <laughs> we'll chain our sons. Then everything will be okay. <laughs> and the father said, if his wife is more beautiful than an apsara, and if we can imagine, the Bhagavatam, that's mentioned too as well. They're like the most beautiful women in this world, but then there are these heavenly beauties that, you know, their natural aroma is the fragrance of lotus flowers. He's saying, if that and all the wealth, if that can't keep him here, what good will chains do? He understood that the internal mental part is even more powerful. And when he got his chance, Raghunathas ran uh, madly from uh, Navadvip to Jagannath Puri to join Mahaprabhu. I forget how many days, maybe six days or something. Sometimes just uh, like going to a cow shed and someone gave him a glass of milk and he got back, rested and ran and kept running and running. Came to the lotus feet of Mahaprabhu. And after some time, well, when he came there, Mahaprabhu put him under the guidance of Srup Damodar. And after some time, uh, Raghunath Das said to Mahaprabhu, I came here to be with you, and I'm, you told me work under his guidance, I'm doing that, but I would like some personal instructions from you. And Mahaprabhu said, I can give, and he gave those famous advice, don't wear fine clothes, don't eat luxurious food, and you know, always worship in your heart of hearts, and Radha, Krishna, Manasa, Seva, which Guru Maharaj says incidentally means Siddha platform. But anyway, Mahaprabhu said, but the reason I put you under the guidance of Srup Damodar is because what I don't know, he knows fully. How is that to be understood? What do you mean, what I don't know? How can the supreme omniscient say, what I don't know? Right? Jadi gorna hoita, tabiki hoita, kemane daritam dehe, radhar mahima, prema rasasima, jagata janata ke. Vasu said, if Mahaprabhu didn't come down, we would have never known how glorious, really, to the extreme, to the infinite degree, is Srimati Radharani and her prem, her Krishna prem. We talk about Krishna prem. Love of God. All right. What is her love of God like? Her Krishna Prem. Maha Babs Rupini Radha Thakurani. Apparently, it's great enough that it convinces Krishna to abandon the position of being the supreme enjoyer to see what it's like. And what is his conclusion? You know, take it from me, the the supreme enjoyer, it's superior than what I am and what I relish. Sometimes we think uh, the servitor position is something less. Right? We're just uh, insignificant jivas. Like one man told Saraswati Thakur, and he said, 
What do you mean? Everything's for Krishna? Don't we get anything? <laughs> What's our position? And Guru Maharaj said, Saraswati Tiger said, you have no position. <laughs> An imaginary, almost imaginary, uh, impoverished Shakti Jiva. Uh, Guru Maharaj said, Jiva's only wealth is on credit. We only get credit. <laughs> we don't have any cash. <laughs> Jivas live on credit that get from Swarup Shakti. Right? So, oh, so that, um, that Krishna in that position, oh, and it said elsewhere, although he knows everything, he cannot estimate the limits of Srimati Radharani's love for him. That he can't fully fathom. And again, why? Because of his position as the enjoyer. So he needs to have a, uh, another position not as an enjoyer, not even a remote trace of that enjoying mood or spirit. And that's Goranga Mahaprabhu. And so when he tells Ragnatas, I put you under Srup's care because what I don't know, he knows. Means only two, three could know that. Gadadhar Pandit, who is Radharani herself, Svaviraha Kepanvitam Bandavam, who, like a friend, Gadadhar knows, now absent the Bhav, heart and halo. Gadadhar is saying, when I feel like this, like the way you're feeling now, the intensity of this separation, this verse from the Bhagavatam gives me some hope. This one helps augment this mood. This one helps bring some relief to the heart. That's how Gadadhar Pandit is selecting. We're told the tears falling from his eyes onto the pages like flower offerings, washing away those slokas as if to suggest they shouldn't be uh, broadcast much. Hidden, right? The speaking and then the tears washing away the sloka so that we, we won't know what that sloka was. Guru Maharaj knows. And by extension, he said, Gurudev can know. But we don't know. But some hint of the quality is given there. Those slokas that will bring relief to the heart suffering the depths of separation. And that is why Krishna came as Mahaprabhu. Right? Sri Radhar Mahima Pranaya Kidrisho Banayeva. He wants to experience not only Bhaktabhav, which in the early stages of Nimai Pandit is experiencing different types of Bhaktabhav, but it's, called, it's moving in a progressive way to become Radhabhav. That's his real purpose. Guru Maharaj will say, after doing his public service, Bahiranga Sangekore Nama Sankirtan, distributing Nam Sankirtan to everyone, saving all the people, then given leave by Advaita Acharya, sending Nityananda Prabhu to Bengal, then behind closed doors in Jagannath Puri, with whom? 
Swarup Damodar and Ramananda, plunging the depths of Radhabhav 24 hours a day, uh, seven days a week for the last 12 years of his life. I asked Guru Maharaj about that one. Yugayitam nimishena chakshusha pravrishayitam sunyayitam jagat sarvam govinda birahinam a yuga. Guru Maharaj said, and sometimes yuga means 12 years. So that's what he came to experience. What are the two focal points of Mahaprabhu's pastimes? Ratyatra, celebrating every year with all the devotees in Puri, right? expressing, it, although it's a public event, some interior emotional, ecstatic emotional emotions are being expressed and uh, encrypted poetry like Yak Kumara Hara, but it's clear he's taken the position of Radharani before Dwarka Krishna. The Kurukshetra, solar eclipse, when they meet after so many years of separation. So it's a that why is this the place of emphasis? Separation has reached its zenith point, just as identified by Bhaktivinoda Thakur. So he says, Kurukshetra is a place for a man of bhajan. We understand the significance of the Ratyatra pastime. It's the, where separation reaches its zenith and they're taking Krishna on both sides. Krishna also cannot any longer tolerate the separation of Radharani and the Brajagopis. So once to return to Vrindavan, they also cannot tolerate him. It's the highest point of that. What's the other highest point? When Krishna sends Uddhava, Uddhava Darshani, to give his message to Radharani and Brajagopis, and Radharani exhibits her divine madness. Um, you know, ten different types of prajalpa given in the Brahmar Gita. Those are the two, so one publicly for some what, 16, 18 years and the other 12 years non-stop behind closed doors. And any position, mentality of an enjoyer, enjoyer would preclude tasting this substance. about Navadweep Goloka. Is it the same? I'll say this, that Guru Maharaj uh, points out there's the go loka go kula. I'd rather speak about this, and I can't say much about that. But I'll say this, and it might give a hint. There are those who think Goloka Vrindavan is the original, Gokula is the extension for Prapancha Leela, for Krishna's pastimes to 
manifest in this world. But there are others who say that Gokula is the original and what remains behind is the satellite. Now, in the pastimes that take place in Prapancha Lila, and that means a Prakriti Lila of Krishna, Vrindavan, and uh, Navadip, uh, pastimes of Mahaprabhu, Guru Maharaj makes the point that here, un, uh, unlike in the spiritual world, for example, I'm going to speak about Krishna Lila, there are no, uh, I would say, uh, you know, conditioned souls there. Sometimes Guru Maharaj would point out demons are like on posters or rumors. There are no, un, you know, uh, everyone there is unconditioned. There, the whole, if the soil is guru soil, Mahabhagavata, Bhaikuntir Priti Vyari Sakala Chenmoy. And everyone in that world, they're all super qualified, uh, eternal associates, servitors of the personality of Godhead. But when he brings his pastimes to this world, the infinite, inconceivably, is mixing with the finite and the mundane. So there are mundane people like in Navadvip or other places. And according to their development or lack of is how they perceive Krishna or Mahaprabhu, how they're seeing. So here, Guru Maharaj will say, the infinite is come as one of the finite and moving amongst them. So that's considered most merciful type of pastime. So I guess the short answer is, yes, there's some difference, but in the same, same, but different mode. Hey, Krishna. got a question from the viewers online from Osaka, Russia. So, can a jiva change its mood, its rasa, and how does it happen? Well, <laughs> okay, this will be the last question. Because I think we've said a lot. Service is based upon necessity. So, the desired service 
that is known by Radharani and her assistance and delegation, delegated powers, servitors, assistants. Yadkamapi Brajakule Rishubanujaya in the Lalita Astikam. Very beautiful. Who can write the Lalita Astikam better than Rupa Goswami? And Rupa Goswami identifying uh, qualities, characteristic of um, Lalita Saki says that one thing she does is she's canvassing in Vrindavan. Like we, we like to think we're preaching. <laughs> right? We're looking for people to preach to, and we are. <laughs> but why would you be doing that in Vrindavan? <laughs> if on the basis of what I just said, everyone there is an eternally liberated associate of the Supreme Lord, what type of boldness would require for someone to actually canvas them, like preach to them, you could say. <laughs> so Rupa Goswami is identifying some particular type of intensity of this servitor, Lalita Saki. So, and, Gurumaras points out, and others are also offering themselves for conversion. But we should say, preface these remarks by saying, this is extremely rare, but some example is given but that she's canvassing others that can, Lalita Saki, she's canvassing people in Vrindavan. <laughs> and that's the leader of our, our group. So, of course, we have to be preachers. And she's the boss of Sri Rupa. <laughs> but, um, so, the story we know is that of Hridai Chaitanya and Shamananda that there's Ragamarg Diksha and we say Ishwar Puri's Mahaprabhu Guru Keshava Bharati, Sanyas Guru, like Diksha Guru, Sanyas Guru. Sometimes Guru Maharaj would say, Ramananda taken as Ragamarg Diksha Guru. We're not doing that. Period. But it exists. <clears throat> as Gurudev said on these subjects, he said, Guru Maharaj's opinion is, even if you're qualified, you shouldn't do this. So that should make it pretty clear. <laughs> not about whether you're qualified or not. He said, if you are qualified, don't. 
And we heard something similar to that from Prabhupada in the very beginning, how the higher souls, they're still following because it would just create chaos, as we see for neophytes. They'll think that they're qualified. But anyway, so Ragamarg Diksha. But Ragamarg Diksha is not... Uh, um, how do you say it? Uh, the identity is not optional or imposed, rather detected. And in this regard, Gurumar said, although we take the Brahma Jyoti as a uniform sheet of consciousness, jivas, an undifferentiated plane. He said, those with microscopic vision can look into that plane and see their swarup. And there are high-level gurus, who can bring them out of that. Also, that's possible. And for those familiar with printing, offset printing, you know, if you look at a color picture, it looks like a uniform color, but if you take a, a loop, a magnifier, you'll see there are cyan dot, uh, yellow dot, magenta dot, black dot, but they make up all the different colors according to their placement and all that. But you'll see, oh, this is, here's a cyan dot. It's a crude example, but some, those with microscopic vision, they can detect the swarup of the jiva, even in the so-called undifferentiated position. But so, ragamarg diksha, to be detected, the swarup. So in this case, Shamananda is initiated into Sakyarasa by a bona fide Sakyarasa devotee. And then, wandering on the plain of Vrindavan, saw one time, you know, beautiful girl in great anxiety, searching for something frantically. And Shamananda had found a nupur, a bangle. And so took that bangle, wrapped it up in his hand, then discovers this girl looking frantically for something. And can I help you? And he said, yes, my mistress was here last evening and lost a bangle. And he said, oh, is this that bangle? And she's so happy, yes, and took the bangle and then pressed it to his forehead and he became imbued with Madhura Rasa sentiments. And then he returned to his group and the guru sees that the bangle, it left some impression, like tilak impression on his forehead. And that was not their group's tilak. So they were saying, what is this? Why are you? And I told Shamananda had gone to an inspiration, the Jiva Goswami, to uh, tell this miraculous, wonderful event had happened and whether it should be considered authentic or not. That's also a devotee. Not overly confident in their own judgment and assessment of things. So 
So the guru's demanding Jiva Goswami come and give explanation. And, and then and anger says to the other, erase that tilak. And they come, they're trying to rub off the tilak and it won't come. It's permanent from the bangle, from that brajagopi. Then now that guru, who's a genuine guru, not a bogus person, gets some inspiration internally. We're told in the upper world, Lalita Saki went to Subal Saka, the leader of the Priyanarma Saka, the highest group of cowherd boys, and told, we're taking this one for our group. And so it was worked out in the upper world. <laughs> so he said, Young Kamapi, Brazakule, Brishubanu Jaya, Rupa Goswami. Sometimes Lalita Saki is canvassing in Vrindavan, taking. So if someone has the good fortune, anyone in, by the grace of our Guru Varga, we don't realize what our good fortune is. That's what Srila Gurudev would tell us. He said he would be very happy. Uh, beaming and saying, you don't know how bright your future is. But he had some idea of that. And so his heart was very happy. He's extending that to everyone, giving them that opportunity. He knows what that is. We don't understand. But these different uh, pastimes give us a glimpse of what awaits if we can be faithful to our Guru Varga, Pujala Raghavad, Gauravabhanga, worship that higher plane. Don't try and bring it down here. Don't make the mistake of trying to force that to come down in this plane. It's all grace, only grace. We live on credit, grace. Then such a bright future is guaranteed. And fortunately, we're given some practical seva to that higher plane that we can do here. But the best is extending a connection with this to others. That we all have to do. Every, that's the duty of everyone in the Krishna consciousness movement. Whatever grace has been extended to you, to extend that grace to others. It's not our property. There's a tacit understanding it was given freely, and it's to be extended freely to others. <clears throat> Hare Krishna. <clears throat>